Is your mindset affecting your business? That's what we talk about in episode 37 of Social Media Simplified. You're listening to Social Media Simplified with Lara Wellman, the podcast for business owners who want to harness the power of digital marketing to grow their business online. Megan O'Neill is a great friend of mine, and I'm really lucky because I get to have a lot of fabulous conversations with her about mindset and about beliefs and how they affect entrepreneurs. Entrepreneurs tend to have a lot of things that come up for them on a regular basis, really common things that affect most of us. So we had a chat about that, and I think you'll really enjoy the conversation. Thank you so much for joining me on the podcast today, Megan. I'm really excited to have you here and to chat about mindset. Thank you very much for having me, Lara. I'm going to have you start off by telling everybody a little bit about who you are and what you do. Well, I am uh, called a certified core belief engineering practitioner. So what that means in plain English is that I am a specialist in looking at people's beliefs and helping them see how their beliefs are impacting their life and where they might want to change their beliefs. So I work with my clients one-on-one. I work in different areas, but my concentration has been in the area of working with entrepreneurs and small business owners on their mindset. And I've actually spent a lot of time in relationships, working with people on their relationships in the last five years since moving to Ottawa. And you know what? Everybody's having relationships, whether it be with their significant other or within their business. So I think all of that just blends really well together. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's just exactly. It's like a relationship with your clients or a relationship with your spouse or a relationship with money. Absolutely. So you and I have talked about mindset for entrepreneurs a lot. And I thought it would be great for us to have this conversation on the podcast so that we could just sort of bring up some of the topics that both you and I think entrepreneurs need to think about in terms of how mindset can affect your life as an entrepreneur. So maybe we can just start off by talking about what mindset what kind of impact does that have for an entrepreneur well if you look at the if you look at the term mindset if you look at the actual word it really indicates a system of beliefs that's what a mindset is you know when you when you think about the word mindset and what you believe is what creates your reality so if I think that the world is out to get me then the world will meet me halfway so that's you know how we explain it to people um, it's like the, the glasses that you put on, the lenses in which you see the world. So if you can change the lenses so that they are updated, they're healthy, they're working for you, then you are going to have a better relationship with the world. So this can be coming through in your life in many different ways. We all have different beliefs that impact us in different ways. But as entrepreneurs, what are some of the ways that you see come up a lot that actually these belief systems end up holding you back in a business? Well, there's a, there's a lot of different areas, a lot of different areas. Um, one that I see coming up a lot with entrepreneurs, and especially I find entrepreneurs who are just beginning their business, is visibility. So having to put themselves out there, whether it is public speaking, so maybe they're asked to speak at an event and promote their business. And they are, you know, they basically would rather pull out their teeth. And I see it in their relationship. So visibility, even, even, well, you will, you will understand this as a social media expert, putting something on Facebook, being afraid to put it on Facebook for fear that they will be seen as a fraud 
or they will be criticized for perhaps making a mistake. The women are women entrepreneurs in particular suffer from the belief that I can't make a mistake because I am afraid of looking foolish or embarrassing myself. And I see that mindset particularly as being a block in, in women moving, uh, you know, to the next level in their business. And at every level, you have mindset uh, blocks often. So, for example, money is a big one. People come in with a lot of beliefs from their childhood about money, and that can directly affect their uh, relationship in business. So what I mean by that, or an example of that, is charging. Charging a rate. A lot of entrepreneurial uh, women they struggle with charging a particular rate. They feel embarrassed to ask for that rate. They, they hesitate. They end up perhaps doing a lot of work for too little money. So they don't properly charge for their time. They might even hesitate. Uh, one of my clients had a lot of trouble sending out her invoices. So she had this pile of invoices that she hadn't sent out that were piling up because she was afraid of what they would think when they received that invoice. Even though she put in her time, she had expertise, this is an example of, of where your beliefs can really block you. Yeah, and I've met other entrepreneurs who also don't want to send out their invoices or they just they, they let it backlog really quickly and they probably don't recognize that there's a belief that's holding them back. They just think yeah. they don't have the time for it. Or like, I, I, is that the kind of thing you see where people sort of get hung up doing things and they, they explain the behavior away and it takes a little while for them to get to the place where they can see, like maybe there's a mindset, a belief thing that's happening there. How do you start to recognize that? Well, I think that how people do start to recognize it is often they have outside people start to help them. So people like you, a business coach, when they start to work with your, their clients and they start to lay out what they want their clients to do, they find the, those blocks and they might be able to point them out and the person might be conscious of them. But then when they have like months of invoices that are not paid and they look at their bank account, they realize, hmm, why am I so hesitant or why am I so fearful? Often, you know what, Lara, they identify it by the way they feel. You know, if they are in fear or there's discomfort or there's embarrassment, we often know cognitively or consciously or logically that we shouldn't feel this way. And we then become really aware of why do I feel like this? Why do I feel so, so young, essentially, and underconfident? So that's really the beginning of recognition. And I think also it, it affects their bottom line. I think people can really see that they know where they should go. They know that this is what they need to do in order to move forward. And they have people like business mentors or business coaches or masterminds that where they have laid out those steps, but they're not able to do it. And it really is an emotional blockage. It's not a logical one. Yeah, and I think that's a great point, right? We've talked about this before and we've seen this where somebody, they basically have the map, the roadmap of what they need to do to make more money, to get more yeah. visible, all of yeah. those things that's been laid out for them. They've had the conversation, they're keen, they're ready to do it, and then they don't do it, and then they don't do it, and then they don't do it. And that's right. when you start to see that maybe this isn't just, you know, uh, I'm lazy or I'm too busy. There's something else that's that's underlying. Right. And, and you can't blame the outside forever. Right. Like, I, you know, you can't. You can't say, well, this happened or make excuses. 
when you start to look at where your business is and where you want it to be. So another example, Lara, that I see a lot is entrepreneurs who are struggling in the area of money and in particular struggling in the area of putting out money. So because you're a business coach, you will understand this well, that in order for you to grow your business, you need to do investment. And I know that there's a lot of bootstrapping and I, you know, and of course in some areas you have to do this when you're first starting out, but Essentially, you have to be able to invest in your business, and that means outsourcing things. We cannot do everything ourselves. It is a fact. I see so many women who are trying to do every program, trying to build every website, trying to do their accounting, trying to do their own marketing and everything themselves, and essentially it's impossible to do it. And what I find is that they have a belief that there's just not enough. There's not enough money coming in or their fear about being in debt, if that is indeed they have to take on debt. It's so strong and there's so many beliefs around risk and money that they're not willing to invest. And I think that's one of the biggest impediments to growing your business. And and I say that, I also say that from my own experience, like, I've been doing this, um, I've been doing core belief engineering for 14 years or so, and I can tell you that I have been through that, where I have been fearful to invest in money, I have tried to do things myself, and I would think it impeded my business by years, that mindset. And then I made a really conscious decision that I was going to sit down and I was going to work on the parts of me that were fearful that there wasn't enough clients or there wasn't enough money or fearful that I couldn't pay that outs- that person that I outsourced. You know, oh, I'd have to commit to it for a year. So I really worked on that. And because of that, I really shifted and I, I was able to invest where I needed to to make my business grow. So that's a big thing I also see. And I'm sure as a coach, you can relate to that. Absolutely. For me, you know, I always am spending money on my own coaches, on my own programs to learn stuff. Um, but it took me a long time to get there. And, yeah. and that's what I see, right? I see that it takes people several years to get to the place where they're ready to spend the money. But it's quite incredible how having somebody to help guide you, whether it be somebody who helps you guide you through your beliefs like you or a coach or programs, or you just outsource some of your work to an assistant, right? There's so many different ways that it can help you make more money, but it's that first step of spending money. People have a hard time with it. I know. It's so true. But that fear is going to keep you from moving to the next level of your business. I know it because I've done it. Yeah, me too. Totally agree. So let's say I recognize I have a belief that's holding me back. Is, is it, can I change that? Are beliefs changeable? Can I make a change that will then help me open up my path to new doors? Absolutely. Yeah, we change our beliefs all the time. The thing is, is that with some of the bigger beliefs, it's tougher to change. So I might, um, when I work with my clients initially, one of the things that I start to do with them is I try and really get them to see where their hidden beliefs are. So it's like they have a blind spot. That's the first step is really just kind of becoming aware of your beliefs is becoming aware of your blind spot. And so in my experience, the recognition is invaluable. So there's a lot of great coaches too, who are able to have their clients really see what their, their blind spots are or their beliefs. But that's where I come in where people are referred to me is that they're not able to really 
get that deep change that they need to get on an emotional level to really move forward and, and really create new beliefs. So I could say, you could say to me, well, I've changed my beliefs, but there might be a subconscious part of you that actually hasn't listened to you and is not listening to you and is stubborn and won't change. And so people come to work with me. And so when they come to work with you, then it can become a, you know, a deeper, deeper dive. And I have done work with you. So I know what this whole experience is like, where you go in and you dig down deep and you dig down back, back into (laughs) way down to to the younger you. And it's amazing, I think, how many things still impact you from when you were younger that you probably don't think do. And so digging down into that takes, you know, a significant effort. But if you have somebody who can guide you, then changes can happen. Yeah, like when I was talking earlier about, um, say, in terms of visibility and putting yourself out there, you know, when I work with clients who are self-conscious about talking about themselves, so there is a young belief, as I would say. So there's a belief, I don't like talking about myself. That belief comes from when we're growing up, we're taught that you need to be um, modest. We need to, we're told, well, don't talk to you. Don't talk about yourself so much. You've got a big head. And, you know, that starts when we're really young. That comes from our parents. That comes from our society. And so that's an accepted way of being for us. And we don't question it. And our immediate reaction emotionally is to feel embarrassed if we have to talk about ourselves because we've been programmed and inundated with beliefs that it isn't right to talk about yourself. And then you get into the business world where in order to market, in order to promote yourself, this is necessary. You have to talk about yourself. You have to sell yourself in many instances. And so if you still have that belief running and you're not able to change it, well, then you're not going to be able to have that visibility that you need in order to even really, you know, because I remember going to, uh, certain people where you don't even know, you don't even know what you need in your business. I I don't even know what I need to do for this website, or I don't even know what I need to do with this copy. That's not my area of expertise. Well, I need someone who's going to tell me how great they are at doing it. And they're going to show me what they can do for me. And if you can't do that, then that's a problem. Yeah. Uh, And that makes me think very clearly of the fact that a lot of people have an issue using the word expert. They don't want to call themselves an expert. And that's, I think, a great example of this because most of the people that I know who work in in any field, they are an expert in what they do. And they are petrified of using the word expert and coming off like they think they're so great or they're so amazing, but they're experts. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, it's interesting about women. I remember I was reading a study where they had uh, women who were applying for a, like, for a job at a blue chip company. I think it was like IBM or something like that. And they, they hesitated to apply for this job, whereas their, their male colleagues jumped in. They did not have as much experience as the women, but they thought to themselves, eh, I can learn it on the job. I will just learn it as I go along. Whereas the women wouldn't even allow themselves to apply for the position because they didn't think that they had enough knowledge and experience when in reality, they had more than enough for the job. Yeah, I think uh, it's definitely something a lot of people struggle with, but I've seen it with women even more for sure. Yeah. Yep. So we've talked about visibility um, a little bit 
you know, I think that ties into confidence. Those two things go together. Yep. We've yep. talked about money. Is there anything else that, you know, like, I think it'd be great. You know, it's great when you sort of have some ideas of examples that people can say, oh gosh, yeah, I do well, recognize that. I yeah. see how maybe this belief <laughs> thing well, might be happening to me. I think there's a lot around money, but what initially just, uh, came into my mind is that I think a lot of entrepreneurs and in particular, cause I work with a lot of women, they struggle with their beliefs around success. So it, it seems to be a really loaded and often negative word. And when you really start to explore what are your beliefs around success, it has to, it takes on a negative connotation like, I will be one of those ruthless, ambitious women who doesn't care about their family and doesn't care about anything other than themselves and they are just full of themselves. Or they fear that they won't have enough time for their family to take care of their kids and have a good relationship with their spouse. And when you really sit down and you look at the reality of those beliefs, they're not true at all. But that can be a big block in terms, and there's the mindset block that that will block them from moving to the next level. So they could be really successful at the level that they are, and they consciously, cognitively want to go to the next level. They want to do better. They want to make more money. They want to take their business to the next level. But this is the fear that's there. And it goes back to a whole lot of beliefs that they've most likely collected uh, in their childhood. Yeah. And it always makes me think of... uh the big leap and upper limit problems, right? Yeah, where you exactly. think where you get hit that ceiling where it's hard to go beyond it because you think I can't do it. Or oh, you, yeah. you think it means something it doesn't mean. And you don't even necessarily know that you think it means that. Oh yeah. I think everybody should read who is um, an entrepreneur or a small business or a business. I think they should, well, actually anybody should read the big leap. I think it's great. And what um, Dr. Hendricks really, you know, highlights is that we have these hidden beliefs and often in the hidden beliefs, there's a lot of, believe it or not, there's a lot of value that are, we perceive that those beliefs have. And yet in reality, they don't actually have much value and they're not really real. So that's often what I'm working with my clients on is really taking a good forensic look at how their beliefs are affecting their life, their business, how they operate in the world. And what's I think important to to recognize when we're talking about beliefs and entrepreneurs is that when you work through these beliefs, you start to see more money coming in. You start to see growth in your business, right? It's not just, I need to feel a little bit better. Like there's actually tangible results when you can start breaking through the things that are holding you back from being successful in your business. Well, yeah. And the way I look at it is that there's, there's two levels, you know, I sort of look at it in an energetic level so that your energy is different that you're putting out in the world. And I also look at it as that your subconscious is organized in a different way. So it's more creative. It's finding solutions. So if you don't have those beliefs that block you, then therefore your creative side, the side that learns and finds solutions is going to be working at a higher level. Yeah. And I think there's just, there's a lot of great stuff for people to figure out. And we all have different beliefs, but there's so many of them that can impact our businesses. If people want to find out more about what you do or connect with you, where can they do that? I have a website, which is www.meganoneal, which is .ca, because I'm in Canada. And they can come to Facebook. I'm Megan at, I think, Core Beliefs. So Core Beliefs and Megan are how you find me. 
All right. And we'll link to uh, your website, your Facebook page, all of that good stuff from the show notes so people can easily find you. Yes, I'd love that. Thank you so much for joining me and chatting about beliefs with me today. Thank you, Lara. Did any of those mindset issues sound familiar to you? I'd love to hear a little bit about what you thought. So come on over to the show notes at larawellman.com slash podcast slash 37 and leave a comment. I'm also going to link to Megan's website and she has a lot of really great information and videos on her site. So I'll link to a couple specific ones that I think will really be interesting for you as an entrepreneur when it comes to mindset. As always, come to the show notes so that you can subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or Stitcher. I would so appreciate a review on iTunes if you so please. And until next time, I'll see you online.